case. Hope Not Hates are basically controlling Britain. Hope Not Hate, an alluring name for those more concerned about social justice than truth. These backwards, these backwards thinking, virtue, sick, virtue signaling, fake news crate. Yeah. Societal misogyny and the manosphere. Understanding the UK anti-feminist movement by Simon Murdoch. Feminists attack liberty, justice, equality and meritocracy. They attack men, women and children, and relations between the sexes. So declared the non-feminist declaration created by British men's rights activists and published online in July 2018. Its signatories included key UK far-right vlogger Paul Joseph Watson, Breitbart London writer James Dellingpole, and Valerie Price, National Director of Act for Canada, tied to the major US anti-Muslim organisation Act for America. Despite their support, the Declaration's impact was negligible, exemplifying the marginal nature of organised anti-feminist politics in the UK. The operative word there, however, is organised. A glance across the contemporary far-right landscape in the UK and abroad will find many singular voices who share this conspiratorial interpretation of feminism. While this interpretation is not new, in the present political environment it appears to be resonating more, and this is acting as a sign to organised anti-feminists that now may be an opportune moment to mobilise support. The Anti-Feminist Backlash Improvements in gender equality in recent years and the feminist campaigns propelling them forward have been met by opposition and resistance in parts of society, especially online. The broader political climate has also boosted this with a number of candidates stoking such views, from the new Brazilian president, Bolsonaro, who opposes the country's 2015 anti-femicide law and who told a congresswoman in 2014 that I wouldn't rape you because you don't deserve it, to the leader of the Spanish Vox party, Santiago Abascal, who has rallied against the supremacist feminism and whose party, now in coalition with the regional Andalusia government, wished to repeal gender-based violence law. In the UK, we have seen waves of abuse targeting especially female MPs. An amnesty analysis of tweets in six months running up to 2017 general election found a growth from 2.53 to 5.03% in abusive mentions of female MPs. Almost half were received by BAME MPs, despite there being almost eight times as many white female MPs in the study. More recently, in January 2019, the former Conservative MP Anne Soubry was harassed outside the Houses of Parliament, a scary prospect in the wake of the brutal murder of Joe Cox MP in 2016 and the failed murder plot of Rosie Cooper MP in 2017. Far-right violence towards women is not new, but the resurgence of conspiratorial anti-feminism has fuelled a particular online community which do pose a novel threat. Involuntary celebrates, or incels, are men who believe in feminists and women are to blame for depriving them of the sexual relationships they believe women owe them. Incels are mainly active within online forums, yet many encourage violence towards women in these spaces and individuals from these communities have been linked to misogynist killings over the past few years. Nicholas Cruz, who murdered 17 students and injured 17 others in Parkland, Florida on 14th of February 2018, the deadliest high school shooting in US history, has praised Elliot Rogers, an incel-motivated killer who murdered six people and injured 14 others in 2014. Of course, Extreme misogyny does not originate solely from the far right, but stems rather from endemic societal problems. In the same month as Anna Soubry's harassment, the Fawcett Society in the UK published an analysis based on new figures from the Crime Survey of England and Wales, which found that gender-motivated hate crimes, which are currently not officially recorded as such, 
are a quote as least as common as for other forms of hate crime that are currently recorded. They added that according to the survey, gender was the motivation for over half of the hate crimes women reported experiencing last year. Concerns were raised too about insufficient reporting and recognition of the gender element of other forms of prejudicial abuse. This was highlighted in Telmama's November 2018 interim report on gendered anti-Muslim hatred and Islamophobia, which found that, at a street level, women remain the majority recipient of anti-Muslim hatred, reaffirming previous findings. That women from minority groups in the UK may in particular be targets was made salient too in a joint report on online anti-Semitism from the Community Support Trust and the Anti-Semitism Policy Trust, published in January 2019. Report author... Seth Stevens Davidovitz noted that Jewish women in public life or positions of power are the subject of more anti-Semitic searches than Jewish men in similar positions. To understand the present state of such gendered hate in the UK, it is vital to understand not only how such issues are deeply rooted in society, but moreover the way in which the web has fueled an organised, conscious political effort by some to turn the back the clock on gender equality and impede moves against structural sexism and misogyny. The Manosphere. It has long been the case that far-right movements have held sexist, misogynist and anti-feminist views. Yet in a pronounced way, for elements of the contemporary far-right, these ideas are not merely a result of their wider political outlook, but rather a central pillar of their ideology, in some cases alongside disavowals of other bigotries. One influence on the contemporary far-right's understanding of gender politics is the Manosphere a loose collection of websites, forums, blogs and vlogs concerned with men's issues of masculinity, oriented around an opposition to feminism and, within parts, an embrace of extreme misogyny. The prevailing interpretation within the manosphere is that feminism is about promoting misandry, contempt or prejudice of men, rather than gender equality. This perception is central to understanding the manosphere, for whilst many of its interests and ideas are inherently sexist, anti-feminist and misogynist, Others, such as concerns about male suicide, are not themselves expressions of these. Rather, they are viewed in the manosphere through a lens which places the blame for such issues at the feet of women, feminism and progressive politics. The often deeply conspiratorial worldview of the manosphere is crystallised by the manosphere's use of the red pill term, a metaphor for the process of awakening to the truth of some aspect of reality that are supposedly be hidden by progressives and elites. The term had already existed online since at least 2004, but manifested itself most explicitly in the creation of the r slash the red pill subforum on the popular forum site reddit.com in 2012. The subforum, revealed by the Daily Beast in 2017 to have been founded by then Republican Congressman for the New Hampshire House of Representatives Robert Fisher, would go on to become a central online space within the manosphere and the term is now widely used by the far-right online. Disagreements abound between the Manosphere's factions. Nonetheless, these came together online throughout the late 2000s, and by the mid-2010s, shared an increasingly politicised and conspiratorial rejection of feminism and progressive politics more widely. The Manosphere's core ideas have snowballed into an ideology that has taken on a life of its own, outside of its online niche, in part because the rejection of feminism and a broader conspiratorial outlook continues to find resonance with the wider contemporary far right. The UK Manosphere Whilst sexism, misogyny and anti-feminism remains endemic issues in the UK, organised political movements that are primarily focused on these ideas remain small and at the political fringes. Electorally, the sole group in the UK primarily concerned with anti-feminism is the Justice for Men and Boys and the Women Who Love Them Party founded in 2013 by Mike Buchanan. 
Buchanan was a consultant to the Conservative Party from 2006 to 2008, who cancelled his Conservative Party membership after David Cameron's announcement that he would introduce all-women shortlists for prospective party candidates. Justice for men and boys are electorally as marginal as they come, receiving just 0.3% and 0.1% of the vote share in the two constituencies they stood candidates in during the 2015 general election. They stood none in 2017. In practice, the party functions as a pressure group carrying out small demonstrations to little attention and only occasionally are engaged with by the media. More effective has been the party's ability to act as the central organiser of the UK's anti-feminist activities and as a liaison to the anti-feminists abroad. Justice for Men and Boys co-organised the 2018 London, 2017 Gold Coast Australia and 2016 London International Conferences on Men's Issues. The key international meetups for anti-feminist activists, alongside anti-feminist groups in the US, India and Australia, the first was organised by the main US anti-feminist organisation A Voice for Men and held in Detroit in 2014. This year's ICMI was held in London's Excel Centre from the 20th to the 22nd of July and saw roughly 150 attendees from Britain, Sweden, Germany, America, India, Norway, France, Australia and Austria over the weekend. The other main UK events of 2018 was the second annual Messages for Men conference held above an O'Neill's pub on London's Wardour Street on 18th of November. This saw roughly 75 mainly British attendees and though it featured many members and staff of Justice for Men and Boys, was organised by London's small, active, anti-feminist community, though one co-organiser was Justice for Men and Boys Director of Communications, Elizabeth Hobson. Outside of Justice for Men and Boys, offline UK anti-feminist groups are few and marginal, such as the Oxford Men's Rights Action Group, who have engaged in very few actions, and the Norfolk Men's Equality Network, a Norfolk meeting group established in early 2017, who appear to remain inactive. Also of note is the disparate Network for Men community, who believe feminism is now the ruling ideology in Western society, culture and law is being meddled to conform with its anti-men and anti-family agenda. In response, they help promote to form local groups of men who meet for friendship, shared learning and activism. Prospects for 2019 The subcultures of the manosphere by and large undermine their own political growth, be it because they are focused primarily on individual lifestyles, such as the so-called pick-up artists, actively reject collective actions, such as the so-called men who go their own way, or discourage, as noted, other than violence, most political actions and instead promote a nihilistic worldview, such as the incels. The exception to this are men's rights activists, in part because they employ a framework, however misguidedly, of human rights activism. As the non-feminist declaration suggests, a litmus test for the UK men's rights movement will be their efforts to mobilise the support of non-feminist segment of the population, who not only do not see themselves as feminists, but who believe feminism to be inherently harmful. To this end, men's rights activists follow the current far-right trend of presenting themselves as martyrs for free speech, censored for merely trying to speak the truth about dangerous progressive ideas, while they are in reality aiming to propagandise. Such an approach to feminism is clear in the non-feminist declaration when it states, Recognising the growth of feminist aggression, we assert our rights to exist and thrive without paying any respect to feminists or their ideology. We shall not permit feminists to dictate what we say, how we say it, or how we interact with the world. By promoting the idea that feminism is an authoritarian, controlling ideology, men's rights activists create room for sexism and misogyny to be legitimised through the undermining of feminist reform. 
that the UK men's rights activists movement will adopt this strategy in 2019 is evident from the recent establishment of a London-based Women's Liberation Network by some of the organisers of the Messages for Men conference. Their first intended action is to demonstrate on International Women's Day on 8th of March. Beyond this, Justice for Men and Boys are in the process of co-organising the 2019 conference in Chicago. Many feminist activists are doing brilliant, vital work countering the manosphere, and Hope Not Hate is determined to give greater and sustained attention to countering it too. Not only is it essential that we fight the feminist cause for its own ends, but as we are increasingly seeing sexism, anti-feminism and misogyny are acting as prominent roots into the wider far right for many, making it core to the mission of fighting hate and restoring hope in a society more widely.